This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com. Okay. Baruchem Habam. Welcome everyone to the Kolel Igra de Perkashir of Kew Garden Hills, New York. Nice to see everybody joining us on the Zoom or on the uh, phone. This is our last year before the Yaimadin. So we give a Shevach Vahidot HaKadosh Baruch Hu that we have this chus to get together, albeit in this format, for Tavshin Pei Aleph. The Yivan Shem should give us all Gezint and the ability to come together for Limana Torah, Be'ezus Hashem, in Tavshin Pei Beis. Um, if anybody would like to procure the Sefer, um, the Mystery and the, and the Majesty, on the Yom Naraim, Roshana Yom Kippur Sukkis. You could go to the Art Scroll web- website, and now there's a discount, ten percent off, and free shipping with the promo code T M A T M. Rashi Tevois, the Mystery and the Majesty. T M A T M. Okay, today's shir, we're going to speak about the Machzar, and what I call top ten highlights of the Shoshana Machzer that will change your life. In other words, not just 10 Divrei Torah, but 10 basic Yesoidois that we learn, that we glean, that we could understand from the davening of Roshana. And Bezos Hashem, I hope this will add some more meaning to our Tfilois, and with Hashem's help, all of our Tzvilois should be Neskabel. So we're going to start with a, a statement of the Ramchal. But Moshe Chaim Lutzato actually wrote a perush on the the tefillos of the Yomim Noiraim. It's called Maimer HaChachma, published by the Rashiva of Hebron, Harav David Koyin Shlita, where he wrote a very extensive commentary on the Maimer HaChachma of the Ramchal. If you could get your hands on it, it's a really uh, very recommended and uh, very profound sefer. So the Ramchal tells us something very important. And uh, let's start with the following question. The Gemara tells us in Masech Rosh Hashanah that Tzadikim are nechtavim v'nechtamim la'alter l'chayim. Tzadikim are written and sealed immediately for life. Rishoim nechtavim v'nechtamim la'alter l'misa. Rishoim are written and sealed immediately for death. Beinonim tluyim v'oimdim. Im zachu, they're written and sealed for life. Loi zachu, they're written and sealed chasusham for death. So from the Gemara and Rosh Hashanah, the Gemara clearly enunciates there is no difference at all between the writing and the sealing. They all happen at the same time. Tzadikim and Rishayim are written and sealed on Rosh Hashanah. Beinonim are written and sealed on Yom HaKippurim. There is no time gap ever between the writing and the signing. And yet on the other hand, we have in the Tfilos of Rosh Hashanah, and it's miyusat um, from the Gemara. Rosh Hashanah yikasevun v'yom tzayim kipur yechaseimun. We have the ksiva on Rosh Hashanah and the chasima on Yom Kippur. Well, who's that for? Tzadikim and Rosham are written and sealed on Rosh Hashanah. Benonim are written and sealed on Yom Kippur. So, what is the tefillah referring to? Rosh Hashanah yikasevun v'yom tzayim kipur yechaseimun. That is the kasha of the Rishonim. And Toysus gives the following answer. And basically the Gra writes, we paskin like Toysus. That there are two dinim. 
There's a din for Olam Haba and there's a din for Olam Hazah. The Gemara Masechta Rosh Hashanah that Sadiqim are written and sealed for life and Risham are written and sealed for death is talking about Olam Haba. And Benonim are written and sealed on Yom Kippur is talking about the world to come. When it comes to the world to come, it's a one-shot deal. But when it comes to Olam Hazah, everyone is written on Rosh Hashanah and everyone is sealed on Yom Kippur. Says the Gra, we paskin like Toysus, and therefore the Gra says, when you wish your friend on Rosh Hashanah, Lashana Toiva Ti Kasev, don't you dare say Visei Chasem. Because you're not wishing your friend, hey pal, I wish you a Ksiva Vichasima Toiva. What are you telling him? He should, he should go straight to Olam Abba? I thought you were friends. You're telling him he should die and go straight to Olam Abba? So you don't wish anyone Visei Chasem, says the Gra. Because you're, you're referring to this world. So this world, it doesn't happen on Rosh Hashanah. It happens on Yom Kippur. The Gra says, we paskin like Toysus, and therefore the Gra says, don't say the say chasem. Because you're not wishing your friend a good afterlife. That wouldn't be nice. You're wishing him a good this world, but this world is not sealed until Yom Kippur. Now, Minog Yisrael, as we do say the say chasem, but that doesn't change the halacha. That... Oilam Hazah is a two-step deal. Oilam Haba is a one-step deal. Now, why God judges us in this world for Oilam Haba? Why doesn't He wait until we get there to judge us about Oilam Haba? We've discussed that in the past. And the basic answer is, there is an Afgamina in this world where a person is rooted. Is a person connected to Oilam Haba? Kisha Oidam B'chayim? Or is a person not? Based on this approach of Toysus and the Gra, comes the Ramchal, and the Ramchal deals with the following question. We make four Hoysafos to the Shemana Esrei besides HaMelech HaKadosh and HaMelech HaMishar. We say, Zachreinu Lechayim, Elech HaFetz Vachayim, Vechas Veinu B'Sefer HaChayim. Okay, so we say B'Sefer HaChayim. And in the second Brach we say, we say Lechayim. So in the first two brachas, all we ask Hashem for is Chayim. And yet at the end of Shemana Esrei, we say, We say Chayim Toivim. Or, so the Ramchal is bothered. Why in the first two brachos do we ask God for Chayim? And at the end of Shemana Esrei, we ask God for Chayim Toivim. And the Ramchal says, well, there are two things happening in Rosh Hashanah. A person is judged for this world. And a person is judged for the world to come. The world to come is just called Chayim. It doesn't need any adjectives. It doesn't need any descriptions. Here's a bad mashal. If you ask, what's for supper? If the answer is chicken, the chicken, might not, the chicken will probably be good. But if the answer is good chicken, then you know it's leftovers. Because if you have to say it's good already, you know, then why do you need to say it's good? What else is it? 
Once you need adjectives, then already it takes away. So, L'chayim, Chayim is life in its true sense. That's Olam Haba. When we're davening, Zachreinu L'chayim, it's Olam Haba. When we say, Michal Moicha Avarachamim, Zoycher Yitzurav L'chayim, it's Olam Haba. Chayim. The end of Shemana Esrei, we're talking about the good life. The good life is this world. We say, B'Sefer, um, that's Olam Hazah. And that's a very important idea to be aware of. That in the first two brachos, when we're asking for life, we're talking about, establish us among the B'nai Olam Haba. So, is Olam Haba. is Olam Haba. And is Olam Haba. Okay, so that's the first very chash of from the Ramchal and the Maimar HaChachma. Next, in the Kedushas Hashem, um, excuse me, in Kedushas Ha, in the, in the Bracha of Shemana Esrei, of Kedushas Hashem, we say like this, we say, Uvechein tein pachtecha, Hashem Eloikeinu akom asecha. We say, Uvechein tein pachtecha. Then we say, Uvechein tein kavoid, Hashem liamecha, Tihilali reyecha. We also say, Vechein. And then we say, Uvechein tzadikim, Yeruvi yismachu. So three times we say the word Uvechein. What does Uvechein mean? Uvechein means, and similarly. Why do we need to say the word Uvechein? What does it add? What is its meaning over here? When do we ever say Uvechein in Shemana Esrei? So this is a well-known comment of Rabbi David Avudraham, and it's based on a very important principle in tefillah, that all the words of tefillah which were enacted by the Anshei Knesset HaGdoila. In other words, if we have the authority to look at a Rashi and to count and to be specific and exacting with every single word that Rashi says. And if we could be careful about every word of Gemara, we certainly are entitled to analyze the words of the Tfilois, which were enacted by the Anshei Knesset Agdoila, among which were many Nevi'im. And one principle of Tfilah is every word of Tfilah is lifted from Tanakh. Where in Tanakh do we have Uvechein? Lech kinoi says kol hayudim hanimtim b'shushan v'tumo alai v'al toichelu v'al tishtu shaloi shas yomim laylo v'yom gaman even aroisai atzum kein uvechein avoyal hamelach shaloi chadas v'chasher avariti avariti. So you'd say, ah. I thought I didn't have to hear Gladstein laying the Megillah for another couple of months. Sorry. You know, it's uh, even Rosh Hashanah time. This comes from Uvechein. Uvechein. Uvechein Avayal Amach. Says Avudraham. As we are standing before the king on the Yom Adin, the Anshei Knesset HaGdoyla wanted us to conjure up that image of us standing before the Melech Malchei Amlachim and therefore they lifted the expression that will remind us of the fright and the awesome moment of standing before the Melech. And therefore they picked 
the, the word of Esther who is going to stand before Achashverosh. However, there's another Nakuda over here that's written in the Siddur Hagra, quoting of the Isha Yisrael. He quotes the Avudraham, and then he brings from the Maggid Sedek. He says, Someone who stands before God on Rosh Hashanah. Could anybody say that we are pure from our sin? Especially on the Yom HaDin HaGodov HaNoira. Who would not be embarrassed to come before the king wearing sackcloth? What are we when we stand before God? Ma'anu? Mechayenu? Ma'koychenu? Have we done a proper tshuva? So therefore, in order to arouse and evoke and elicit this type of feeling of unworthiness, so not only do we have the word Uvachin that reminds us standing before the king, but think about the great Madrega Esther was on. She fasted for three days. Vatilbash Esther Malchus. She donned Ruach HaKodesh. But still she said, I'm standing before the king unlawfully. Who am I? What am I? To stand before the king. That's also a part of the image we should conjure up, part of the feeling we should evoke. Standing before HaKadosh Baruch Hu, unworthy unworthy of His presence, unworthy of gaining audience with Him. Uvechein, Uvechein is supposed to remind us of an unworthy subject standing before their Master. Insight number three, also from the Avudraham, he says another pshad in Uvechein, which I believe he rejects, but I think we could give some further insight into it. If you take the gematria of the word uvechein, bechein, 72. God's 72 letter name, as we've mentioned many times. If you go to Parshas B'Shalach, and there are three consecutive psukim of 72 letters, and you take the first letter of the first, the last of the second, the first of the third, that makes one name of Hashem, and you do that 72 times, you get 72 different names of Hashem. And Avudraham, however, says, that is not what we're trying to do with the word Uvachein, because firstly, we already say Hashem's name. We say, Uvachein, tein pachtecha, Hashem Eloikeinu. So we already say God's name. So why would Uvachein be a reference to God's name? And furthermore, when do we ever call God Uvechein? When was the last time you made a bracha? You said, Baruch Atah So the Avudraham rejects this pshat. However, the Zayar HaKadosh, in fact, does say this pshat. Because in the Zayar Parashat B'Shach, it says, Amr Rabbi Yisa. He says, Amr Rabbi Yisi, Kala Iskala Bahai Shema Kadisha. The three uvecheins, uvechein, 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 are three names of Hashem. So two years ago, I had this chus to give a, uh, a, a talk before Rosh Hashanah to the base Medrash in Yeshiva Shabbeinu Yitzchak Achanan, And a bacher came over to me, and he shared with me a comment of Rabbi Leibola Eger. And I believe this comment of Rabbi Leibola Eger could give us further insight into... This Avudraham. 
Um, Rabbi Leibel Eger is bothered by another question. In Kedushas Hashem, we say, Uvechein, Uvechein, Uvechein. Baruch Atah Adoy Shem HaMelech HaKadosh All the three Vechins are in um, in Kedushas Hashem. How are we allowed to make requests in Kedushas Hashem? You're not allowed to make requests in the first three brachas of Shemona Esrei. Al Yishal Adam Tzrach of the Gemur However, says Rabbi Leibel Eger, Reminding us that the reason why we stand, why we say Uvechein in Shemana Esrei, as Avudraham says, is to conjure up the image of Esther going in front of the king Asher Loi Chadas. She was going, uh, uh, she was going to Hakadosh Baruch Hu and going to Achashverosh on desperate situations because the, uh, she had nothing else to do. She had no other idea. So basically, we're trying to conjure up that image that. We're in a bind. We have nothing that we could do other than to ask HaKadosh Baruch Hu to help us. So that indicates, Rabbi Sai, that the reason why we're allowed to be Shoyal Tzorachav in the first three brachas of Shemana Esrei is because it's an ace Tzara. It's a time of danger. <clears throat> it's a dangerous moment. And therefore, just like Esther stood before the king, Asher Loi Chados, we too go before God and Rosh Hashanah unlawfully, sort of unhalachically, where we ask Hashem for our needs, even in the first three brachas of Shemoneseh, which technically is against the halacha. Now, <clears throat> how are we allowed to do that? Because Bechein, Bechein, Bechein 72 is Gematria Chesed. We have no one to rely on other than the Chesed of Hashem. <clears throat> now regarding the question... But when do we ever see the word Bechein <coughs> used in reference to HaKadosh Baruch Hu? The answer is sure we do. On this very day, on Rosh Hashanah, the words Bechein are very big words. Because after <coughs> Hashem created the six days of creation, after each time, Vayar Elohim es kal is a reference to Rebun Islam specifically in Briash Haaretz, in the in Bereshus, in the creation of the world. And since the Khain is used in the context of creation, we too use that expression on this day, Uvachain. So Vachain really reminds us of three things. Number one, we're standing before the king unlawfully. Number two, Uvechein is a reference to Hashem's name. And number three, it reminds us of what HaKadosh Baruch Hu did on this day, namely, Vayihichein, the creation and the formation of Shamayim Va'aretz. Now this is very important. We mentioned there are three Vayihicheins. Number one, the second one, and the third is, what are these three v'cheins? So the Kolboy writes, and this is codified by the Beis Yosef, 
that on Rosh Hashanah, the main body of Shemona Esrei on Musaf Musaf are Malchiyos, Zechroinos, and Shefarois. What's Malchiyos? We ask God to make His sovereignty manifest that all mankind should fear HaKadosh Baruch Hu. That's Malchiyos. Zechroinos is God should remember each individual Jew God should remember the Jewish people collectively, nationally. Remember us for all the goodness He has in store for us. And what's the fundamental principle of Shoifarois? Not the Akedah. The fundamental principle of Shoifarois is Ata Niglei Sabanak Voidecha is Kabbal Satayra. Basically, which is the magnification of good and the eradication of bad. The, the force of the shoifer, the power of the shoifer, is to magnify the koyach in the world, and to, and to lower and subdue the koyach in the world. <clears throat> now, very interesting. The three brachos, malchios, shavaros, are capped, are captured and summarized in the three v'cheins. Uh, the first v'chein is, v'chein tein pachtecha Hashem Elokeinu al Yisrael amecha v'chein tein pachtecha Hashem Elokeinu akoma asecha We ask God to put His fear on all of His creations, that's Malchios. The first v'chein is Malchios. We ask God that all of creation should be in awe of Him, that's Malchios. The second uvechein uvechein ten kavod Hashem liamecha tila liriecha that God should remember the Jewish people specifically those who fear Him that's achreinos and then finally we have shayfarais shayfarais is uvechein sadikim yiru v'yismachu the power of the shayfar the objective of the shayfar is to elevate and magnify the koyach hatoiv and to subdue the koyach hara. That is the force of the shofar. That's the power of the shofar. That is offering number five. Offering number six. Um, Can you hear me now? That is offering number six. That is offering number five. Here's offering number six. Uvechein sadikim yeruv yismachu bisharim yahaloizu vachasid marina yagilo. Okay, now, what is the difference between a tzaddik and a yashar? Who's greater, a tzaddik or a yashar? <laughs> there are a lot of tzaddikim out there. Not as many yasharim. A lot of righteous people, not as not as many straight people. Yashar is a higher madrega. At the beginning of Yom Kippur, we say, Light is sown for the righteous, but to the straight." Simcha, they have happiness. 
So it seems like the tzaddik only has light, and the yashar already has happiness. But then we daven in the future, the tzaddik who had light, he should have higher level simcha, and the yashar who had simcha, he should have a higher level of ya'aloizu. So the Nefesh HaChayim and the Ruach Chaim explains the Pasuk, Arzarola Tzadik Uli Yishay Leif Simcha as follows. There's a big difference between a Tzadik and a Yasha. The Tzadik goes to learn. It's very hard for him. He likes to eat. He likes sports. And he has to pull himself away, peel himself away from Tanuge Oilamaza and pull himself to learn. And when he learns, what's he thinking? He's saying, look, it's hard for me. I do have a desire to be involved in Tanuge Olamazah, but I know this is the right thing. And one day I'll be rewarded for it. So him, he's sowing light. He's not happy right now, because he has to fight the Yitzhahara, and the Yitzhahara is really uh, a force to be reckoned with. But it's a light that ultimately will flourish. The Yashar is straight. He doesn't, he's not affected by the Yitzhahara. The taivas, the tanugim, don't pull him down. And because the tanugim don't pull him down, he already has simcha. Says the mashkiach, Rav Matasyol Solomon, Hashem should send him refor shalema. That in this world, the tzaddik is oyer zarua la tzaddik. And the yishrei lev is already besimcha. But we're mispalel. Uvechein tzaddikim. The tzaddikim who now only have light. When Mashiach comes, they'll be happy. And the Yesharim who are already besimcha, simcha is an inner feeling of joy, but then they will exult publicly. So they will exult publicly. That is what Ramat Solomon says in the Sefer, Mat Chaim. Ready for this? This is Mamish, this is a lifesaver. The three main bra- this is number seven. The three main brachos of the Musaf, and according to what we learned from the Kalbay and the Beis Yosef, it's really the three main principles of the three Vechains. Malchiyos, Zechroinos, Shefares. What are these three principles? Malchiyos is Metzios Hashem. God created the world, He is all powerful. Metzios Hashem, the principle of Metzios Hashem. Zechroinois is the great principle of Hashkacha Pratis. God remembers everyone, our deeds, and He could summon them at any time for His purposes. Nothing is forgotten. Nothing's forgotten. Hashkacha Pratis. And Shaifarois. Enunciates the great principle of Ata Neglesa Banan Kvodecha Torah Menashemayim. As we know, there are 613 mitzvahs, and the Rambam sort of created 13 principles of Emuna, and the Sefer HaIkrim knocked it down to three. The Sefer HaIkrim learns there are three main principles of Emuna upon which everything else stands. The three main principles of Emuna are Metzios Hashem, Hashgacha Pratis, Torah Min Hashamayim. If you're walking down the street and have nothing better to do, you should just think, I believe in the Rebbeinu Shalaylam. Hashem controls and guides the world. 
These are the three most important principles of Judaism. Not only that, says the Sefer HaIkrim, because these three principles are so important, and these three principles will bring the Jew all the success they need, and our, our lives and our happiness, and our whole existence is dependent on these three principles. Chazal formulated extensive study of these three principles on the Yom Adin, as we're being judged. Malchios, Zechroinois, Sheifarois, Malchios, Metzios Hashem, Zechroinois, Hashkacha Pratis, Sheifarois, Torah Min HaShamayim. Says the Sefer Ikrim. if we ingrain in our minds, in our hearts, in our souls, these three principles. Number one, Ki Hashem Shoifteinu, Hashem judges us, Hashkacha Pratis, Hashem Mechoikekeinu, God's our lawgiver, He gave us the Torah. Hashem Malkeinu, God is the all-powerful, Metzias Hashem, you know the result will be, Hu Yoishienu, He'll save you. That's all you need. That's the Zuchus on the Yom Adin. What Zuchus do we need in the Yom Adin? Emuna in the three Yesoidois Ho Emuna. Shoifteinu, Mechoikekeinu, Malkeinu. Ashkachapratis, Tarmana Shamayim, Etzios Hashem. Then, Hu Yashienu. Then He'll save us. Bam, 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 bam. That's number seven. Number eight. You know who gets a lot of attention on Rosh Hashanah, and we basically don't hear from him the whole year. The rest of the year, nah, Avram, Yitzchak, and Yaakov. What about Noyach? Shh. No, no, not Noyach. Who's Noyach? Elekeinu, Elekei Aviseinu, Elekei Avraham, Elekei Yitzchak, Yaakov. Noyach? No, not, don't say Noyach. I'll take we other social. Nobody says anything about Noyach. Noyach, we don't talk about him. All of a sudden, on the Yom Adin, we have a whole... A whole shmuz about Noyach. A whole Megillah about Noyach. Ki zeich alamas l'fanecha ba v'yatadoi reish ma'asei kulam v'games Noyach v'yahavo zochata v'atifkideihu v'dvarishu v'rachamim v'yachos ne'yama v'shachos v'basar ne'royam al-leleyem al-kein z'chwene v'lefanecha sh'maloi keinu so now, Noyach and the Teva and the Behemoth and the Chayos. I've heard many Chazanim over the years say Vayasoiku. Anyway, um, What's Noyach? Could somebody please tell me what this whole this whole Megillah's Noyach is over here? I mean, what's going on? When do we ever talk about Noyach? Why does Noyach get all this attention in Zechreinus? Says the Briskara, very important. Very, very important. The Rambam says, In Maskirin Zechreinus Malchavar Shel Yachid. Shel Peronius. We don't mention any psukim of punishment. Zechroinois. Um, Veloisi Karen Yachid. We do not mention God remembering an individual, even Latoiva. 
Only a tzibur, only klal Yisrael. So as the briskarav, if we don't say zechroinos on a yachid, then why do we have a zechroinos for noyach? Why do we have zechroinos for noyach? If we don't mention zechroinos on a tzibur, a yachid, why do we have zechroinos on noyach? The answer is because you know who came from noyach. Ah. Oh. Because it wasn't just Noyach. Realize that what was going on with Noyach was Rivan Shom was saving all of mankind. So in order for Noyach to meet the bill and be one of the Zechroinos, we need to elaborate how this is not just a Zikarin of a Yachid, but a Zikarin of all of mankind. Here's the penultimate offering. That wasn't a good Famously, the Chassam Soifer asks, Why do we call it Akedas Yitzchak? It's Valekim Nisos Avraham. The test was for Abraham, not for Isaac. And why Rosh Hashanah and Musaf, we call it Akedas Yitzchak, Lazaroi Hayoim Barachamim Tizkar. And the Chassam Soifer famously says, You know, for Avraham, the Akedah wasn't that big of a deal. God told him, take your kid, slaughter him. So Avraham, for him to do it, it's what we call Tarsh black and white. On the other hand, for Yitzchak, for Yitzchak, this was not considered explicit. Because Avraham would have come to Yitzchak and say, Yitzchak, guess what? What, 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 Dad? God told me that I need to slaughter you. Now, we know that the Avais kept all the mitzvahs before the Torah was given. Which means Avraham ate in the sukkah, Avraham ate matzah, Avraham, he did all the mitzvahs. Why didn't Avraham ever shecht his son before God told him? Because Avraham knew God hated human sacrifice. Same way he knew God loved matzah on Pesach and he loved sukkah is on sukkah and dalit minim. He knew God hated human sacrifice. Avram gave drashas every Monday and Thursday, telling the world that God detests human sacrifice. And Yitzchak knew that. And that's why they never did it. So now Avraham comes to Yitzchak and he says, God told me that I should shecht you. So the first thing Yitzchak should say is, I don't understand. I see Baruch HaKodesh that God hates human sacrifice. Number two, if God wanted me to be sacrificed, He would have told me. So what's going on over here? Yitzchak understood that it's against the will of Hashem for humans to be sacrificed. And Avraham comes and says, God told me that I need to sacrifice you. So why did Yitzchak accept what Avraham said? The answer is because Avraham was a Navi. And Avraham was an established Navi. And if an established Navi tells you something, you need to listen, because that's part of the oral law. 
So the Zechus of Yitzchak was greater than the Zechus of Abraham, because Abraham was, was merely fulfilling Tarsha Bechsav, what that which is black and white. Yitzchak was fulfilling Tarsha Baalpeh. And the Zechus of Emunas Chachamim and Tarsha Baalpeh is much greater than the Zechus of Tarsha Bechsav. And therefore the Chassam Soifer writes frighteningly that for somebody to have a connection to the Zechus of the Akedah, the zechus that we have to be connected to is the zechus of emunas chachamim, listening to our chachamim, rabbonim, moirei derach. And that's a question we have to ask ourselves. Yeah, we're koivea itim la sure. We learn daf yoimi, we learn gemara, we, we're very into learning. Who is your rav in this world? Who's your tamachacham that you ask direction to? Where should I, what should I focus on? What, how should I learn? What should I emphasize? Where should I send my children to yeshiva? Where should I give tzedakah? Who do you ask these questions to? Whoa, my Rebbe's the Rambam. Really? So you go to Tveria every day, and you're doyre shel hamesim, you ask the Rambam your questions? You ever hear that thing? People say the Rebbe's the Rambam. I don't know, so whether they, they're communing with the dead? person has to have Chachamim, who they seek their advice. That's Torah Shabbat Peh. That's the Zuchus of Rosh Hashanah and the Akedah. It's not Vakedas Avraham. Akedas Avraham, everybody, a lot of people have the Zuchus of Akedas Avraham. The question, Rabbi says, do we have the Zuchus of Akedas Yitzchak? Do we have the Zuchus of Emunas Chachamim? Do we have the Zuchus of listening to the Chachamim Yisrael? Final offering. How many brachas do we have on Rosh Hashanah in the Musaf? L'chayro, we should have ten. Baruch atah Adoy Shem Magein Avraham Mechayei HaMesim L'chayro, we should say HaMelech HaKadosh Then we should say Melech HaKal Horetz Mikadesh Yisrael, That's Berchas Hayoim, and then Malchios, and then Zechroinois, and then Shefaros. So you have three first brachos, four in the main body of Shemana Esrei, and then Ritzei, Moedim, and Simshalim. But no, we have nine brachos on Shmanes, uh, in Shemana Esrei. And that's because Kedushas Hayoim... We incorporate in Kedushas Hashem, in Ata Kadosh, Veshimcha Kadosh. We say, Uvechein, Uvechein, Uvechein. We say, Ata Vechartanu. We say, Melech Akal Haaretz, Mikadesh Yisrael, V'yayim Hazikaharain. So we incorporate Kedushas Hayoim into Malchiois. Malchiois becomes part of Kedushas Hayoim. By the way, it's a Machloikas. The Gemara asks in Masech Rosh Hashanah, Heichan Oimro L'Kedushas Hayoim. Rebbe says with Malchiois. Rebbe says we always, Kedushas Hayoim is in. Um, Rishon Gamliel says no, with Zechroinois. So excuse me, it's a Machloikas whether we incorporate Ma, uh, not, not in uh, Atta Kadosh, excuse me. We incorporated it in um, Kedushas, in Malchios. We incorporated it in Malchios.
Kedushas Hayoim is in Malchios, Rav Shem Gamliel says in Zechreinais. So Rav Chaim Brisker is bothered, there's a major sugi in Brachos, that you can't really be choysem in two inyanim. You can't, so how do you end off Melech al-Kol Haaretz Mikadesh Yisrael V'yoyim Hazikar Ayn Malchiyos and Kedushas Hayoyim You know how to do that, you know how to end off You can't be choysem b'shtein yonim Or according to the Manda Amra that it's Zechroinos How could you incorporate into Zechroinos Kedushas Hayoyim? And the answer is, you know, we never incorporate Kedushas Hayoyim into a different bracha. You know, Rosh Hashanah in the Torah does not have a specific name. It doesn't say anywhere in the Torah Rosh Hashanah. It doesn't like Chag HaMatzos, Chag HaSukos. Rosh Hashanah has three different, Rosh Hashanah has different names. Yoim Trua, Yoim Azikaroin, and Yoim Malchios. Rosh Hashanah has three different Kedushos. And the question then is, what's the Yikr Kedusha? Is it the Kedusha of Malchios? Is it the Kedusha of Zechroinos? Or Shoifarois? And it's a Machloikis, but ultimately we paskin. The Yikr Kedusha's Hayoim of Rosh Hashanah is Malchios. So Malchios and Rosh Hashanah are not two separate concepts. The concept of the sanctity of Rosh Hashanah is the Yoim Hamlochas HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And Rav Chaim wants to say a chiddush halacha. What if you just end off Baruch Atah Adoy Shem Mikadesh Yisrael V'yayim Hazikarayin And you forget to say Melech Al-Kol So the Shari Tshuva says Shachris your Yoytzeh because you don't have to say Malch Yoytzeh and Shachris and in Musaf, you're not Yoytze because you have to say Malchiyos. Says Reb Chaim, you're not Yoytze Shachris either. Because Kedushas Hayoyim of Rosh Hashanah is Malchiyos. Melech HaKalaretz is part of Mikadesh Yisrael V'yayim Azikaroin. So the Kedusha of Rosh Hashanah is different than all other Yom Toivim. All other Yom Toivim, they have separate inherent Kedusha. The Kedusha of Rosh Hashanah is it's the Yoim Hamlachas HaKadosh Baruch So here we have the happy recap. Top 10 highlights of Rosh Hashanah davening that will change your life. Number 1, we daven for Olam Abba in the first two brachos of Shemana Esrei. Zachreinu L'chaim, Yichamoycha Avarachem, and we ask for Olam Azeh in the last two. Uvechein, why do we say Uvechein? It reminds us of Esther standing before the king unlawfully, undeservantly. Number three, Uvechein is Gematria 72, reminds us of Hashem's powerful name of 72. Number four, Uvechein reminds us that this is the day of creation. And as Rav uh, Leibla Eger says, really we're not allowed to make requests in the first three brachas of Shemana Esrei. So we're Avoy Lefnei Amel Chashaloi Chadas, but the reason we do it is we're dependent on Vechein is Gematria Chesed. And when was God called V'chein? In the beginning of creation. Then we have the offering number five of the Kolboi. The three V'cheins correspond to Malchios, Zechroinus, Shepharos. V'chein ten pachtecha Malchios. V'chein ten kavay, Zechroinus. V'chein tzadikim, Shepharos. Number six. 
La'asid lavai, the tzaddikim who only had arzarala tzaddik, will be v'chein tzaddikim yiru v'yismachu. The yisharim who had simcha will be la'ya'aloizu. Number seven, remember this one, the three main important principles of Judaism, malchiyot, zechroinot, shayfarot, which are metzias Hashem, hashkocha pratis, Torah min hashamayim. Those are the three fundamental principles of Judaism. These three principles, if we have a moon on it, it will save us on the Yom Adin. Number eight, why the long spiel about Noyach? Because otherwise the Rambam says we can't have Zechroinos about a Yachid. Number nine, why is it Akedas Yitzchak? Because the real test of the Akedah was will Yitzchak have Emunas Chachomim in his father? The Emunah in the Tarshah and finally, Reb Chaim's Chidush, that the Kedushas Hayoyim of Rosh Hashanah is different than the Kedushas of other Yom Toivim. It's the it emanates from the Malchios of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Be'ezus Hashem, I hope these will be some meaningful thoughts that we could bear in mind on the Yom Adin. And please accept my humble wishes for all of us, Be'ezus Hashem, for all of you and all of your families for a year of Gezint, Surah's Toivos, Mali Hashem, Kol Meshalis, Libchem, Latoiva, Agutiar, Agabenshiar, Ksivach Simatoiva. Yes, yes. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.